0: This is absolutely ridiculous. Oh! Oh Hello, everyone. Welcome to Around the Course Squash Podcast. We're delighted to welcome on the show an absolute legend of the game. He's a 2015 World Champion, former World Number One, and he's recently just come back from a serious injury that kept him out for two years and his recent performances at the Black Ball Open suggest that he is back at the ripe right old age of 38. Another 38-year-old in the tennis world, Roger Federer, has also been known to be called the Gregory Gaultier of tennis. Gregory Gaultier, thanks a million, man, for coming on the show. Delighted to have you on. How are you doing, man?
1: Good. Thanks for having me.
0: she's <laughs> no, really appreciates taking the time. We have a legend with us. How, where do we start? <laughs>
2: Yeah, we've not had it we had Shibagi and we had JP and then this is our third sort of top tier legend. Okay. Say. All right. Um just
1: Yes, thanks for thanks for the intro. That's really nice. Really nice of you to compare me to Roger. Actually, Roger is <laughs> probably uh, far ahead of me, so he's in another planet, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, but, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, well,
0: I think what you're both doing team. at, at that it, age is amazing. Yeah, is may,
1: similar age, yeah. Maybe on
0: a different
2: planet financially with his earnings, but certainly not athletic ability. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Just out of interest, do you look at other sports or other athletes that are performing at that level? Guys like Federer or, I guess, someone like Tiger Woods in golf, just people that are still able to perform at the highest level. Do you take inspiration from that, or are you just sort of concentrating on your own Yeah,
1: it's... It, no, no, of course, it's a big inspiration. If you look, uh, let's say, in tennis, uh, like Federer had his uh, knees problem. You see right now, there was Vavrinka as well, who had the knees issues, and now he just had, like, a foot, oper- foot surgery as well. You see uh, Del Potro as well who uh, had, I think, uh, uh, it was his back, I think. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember exactly what was his main problem. But all those guys, or Nadal, you see how many times he came back. Uh, and uh, when he came back, every, everybody thought, oh, he's done. Uh, he was losing to player rank, like uh, over 200 in the ATP Tour. And, uh, but uh, of course, you know, the guy didn't play for a year. He needs to get some matches uh, in the tank and get the reason back and it doesn't come in two minutes. So, of course, a lot of people expect you to uh, fly from uh, day one, but it doesn't work that way. You know, it depends on uh, the injury you had, if you had surgery, no surgery. Uh, Personally, I went through uh, hell because uh, I had a fracture in my knee and what happened is the first surgeon uh, didn't do the the right job. And uh, after that, I mean, I didn't know, but after that, I did, uh, I did all my rehab and everything. And after six months, I, I still had so much pain that I couldn't even do a jogging, like a simple jogging. So I had to go back to France and see someone else who actually uh, did another surgery. It kind of uh, repaired the, <laughs> the job. I mean, repaired the damage the, the first surgeon did. <laughs> so, I hope he's been
3: fired
2: now, right?
1: repaired halfway I would say because I had a serious fracture so the damage was there but then I could have had a different uh, surgery at first you know that could that wouldn't have impacted my uh, my uh, career like that I mean I would have been out maybe for six months but then I would have been back because after the second surgery I could play after six months but uh, the problem is uh, the knee was slightly more damaged with the first surgery and uh, there was a piece of cartilage that was broken. And what happened is the first surgeon removed that piece, you know, out. But then he, 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 uh, he took some cartilage in my knee in, an, in a, an area where I'm not using it, when I, I don't really need it. And then he, he refilled the hole with this cartilage that actually never healed. You, uh, this kind of surgery, for example, I did that surgery in Czech. And uh, in France, you know, when I said that to my doctors or surgeons, they look at me, what, what the guy did. <laughs> they, they, don't do, they don't do this kind of surgery. They, they, uh, usually they, they can do that for like kids because the kids keep growing and, and the cartilage can heal quick. And me, actually, the guy should have just taken out the piece, the, the the broken piece, and leave it like that because it can regenerate by itself. And what happened is the second surgeon kind of shaved the cartilage that he refilled in the in the bone that was completely damaged anyway with my rehab and trying to you know like i mean with the shock you know in the knee the knee moved like this move like that and there was like a fracture on the top so every impact was like a big uh, like uh, uh, a big pinch you know like it's like uh, when you have a problem with your teeth and you know, like, uh, uh, you know it's like electricity yeah. so that was the kind of pain i had after the second surgery, uh, when I did the surgery, the guy actually did only the. I, I could see on the screen what he was doing, so he was showing me, okay, this is what I shave, you know, and now there's no more contact. But then, after four months after rehab, four months, I went back to see the surgeon, and I still had pain. And the guy said, "Yeah, but uh, I did what I could. Uh, there's no magic, you know. Your knee was damaged, and damaged first because there was a stress stress fracture." And he said, uh, what you got to do is uh, restrength all the muscles, all the area, give mobility as much as possible in your hip, in your knee, in your ankles. that there's less shock, you know, and less impact in your knee. And that's what I did. And I did with, of course, with pain. And then the pain started to decrease to the point I started to play. And uh, But, you know, when you play at the beginning, uh, it inflamed the area. And you play, you can't really bend because you don't have the range with your knee anymore so you bend uh, in a different way with your back so you use your glutes a bit in a different way so at the beginning when i was playing i would play only squash three times a week and uh, because i had to manage the like the other stiffness and the other things so and after the few first tournaments it was i was on and off in training all the time it was like a yo-yo you know like i could train one week one week i had to stop and decrease the load because it was too painful and then, and then, like uh, from January, I started to improve. Like this January, so after one full year of playing, I started to improve and feel uh, feel a bit better. And then I did an injection in my knee, like nine, ten weeks ago. It's like a fluid they inject in the knee, and uh, it kind of fluidify all the joints. And there's no bad consequence. You can do it. You can do every two six months if you want. And it's like, uh, lu- uh, how, do you, how do you say, lug- uh, lubricant? Lubricant. Yeah. lubricant. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, it helps, you know, like where you have like cartilage damage or where you have uh, uh, arthrosis, you know, for example. So, for these kind of things, it helps. So, then I did this injection. And because at that time, I knew I was not going to play for two months until Black Ball. And uh, I had 10 days off. So, and suddenly I decided to go back on the court and took out my knee brace. Because for a year I was playing with a heavy knee brace. It was uh, more comfortable for me to make the knee like more tight and I felt more comfortable, you know. And then, but it was heavy, less range of movement as well. And then I decided to take it out and suddenly I felt, I felt free and mentally less handicapped as well. Because every day you put something in your body and you always feel like you're handicapped. And suddenly I played with that, trained eight weeks or six, seven weeks, went to black ball, felt much better, much better in my movement. But uh, in my last match, there was two collisions uh, and uh, and uh, it's been uh, a couple of days. Uh, I mean, the first week I, I couldn't really play uh, squash since I-, I was back from blackboard because... The collision, uh, the small call who came two times in the back of my leg and my knee. And with the shock, it made my leg uh, the bruise, but it made also the leg uh, kind of stiff. And uh, the more the leg is stiff, the more the shock is, I mean, the more the knee doesn't move. And uh, it's more painful, you see what I mean? Yeah. So the, it's been 10 days right now. I'm managing, you know, my training. So, But it's the first day after 10 days, I go back on court with less, less pain. And it was good for eight weeks, so I was like, gutted to get hit in my in my leg." <laughs> so you could have picked yeah, a better yeah, guy to get hit with. <laughs> oh yeah, the guy is like a bully. <laughs> <laughs> this is not rugby, man. So I didn't expect le- it.
2: At least it wasn't Asal. That would be a bad one. Sorry. At least it wasn't Mustafa Asal. He he'd be a big guy to to get hit by.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so. well, you know, it's accident. It happens, but. Uh, but I pay the price. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, let's see how it, how it goes now. I, I, I think uh, it's just a matter of two days. I use every day to give mobility back. And uh, it, it, it's better today. So, I'm, I'm happy with the improvement. <laughs>
0: yeah. Happy days. And you looked like you looked like, like, not just obviously physically great out there, that's that's kind of a given, but mentally, you looked good. Like, had, uh, less uh, wrinkles in the forehead. Uh, when you were playing, like you looked like you were comfortable and you were free and it it was really sort of transparent. I know um, in Black Ball, you played with Victor and Yusuf, and they're both playing really well, up-and-coming players, like people to watch out for and you respectfully put them in their place, show them who's boss. Quite encouraging to see, I'm ah, sure, for you.
1: I was happy with the way I was moving. So compared to the last few tournaments, I was much faster. Yeah. I, I mean, okay, I won't get my speed back like it was like a few years back. But uh, I could feel I could move to the corners. I was more fluid moving there. I could start, I could start volleying much more, be more aggressive with my shots because I had the better stability. So it came all together. So I think if, if it goes like that and my knee doesn't bother me much because it was the first time the last eight weeks I could play squash twice a day. In the past, I couldn't do that. I had to only go to the court only once a day. Because uh, if I would go twice, then, then in the afternoon, I would have too much pain. So. But now it's it kind of, uh, it's it better for my training, you know. It it, it gets better, so I get more confident. And the more matches I play, the better it is because I haven't played. I mean, okay, it's been one year I played, but one year with COVID, we played only five tournaments. And we only played like, I play only two matches every five weeks. So it's tough to be in a rhythm, you know. Uh, and what I found the most difficult is uh, is more like uh, like the mental uh, endurance, you know. Mental endurance is like uh, you play and after five points you can switch uh, because you, you haven't lived those moments for so long. So the best is to play, let's say, one tournament, after two weeks another one, after two weeks another one. That would be the ideal, you know, because you're back into, uh, like, reality. You can't actually... Uh, it's it tough to train this in uh, in training you know because in training uh, it's different than a proper match with uh, what's behind the challenge the ref the all the conditions you know so uh, so you go i, I got to play more matches more real matches you know like uh, tournament matches
0: <laughs> yeah. that's
1: what i was lacking you know the most
0: it adds to the stress and attention that can creep into the body
1: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: and so i haven't had like a really good Event at Blackball. Ball, like, what are your goals? Like, You're obviously incredibly motivated, which maybe we'll get into in a, in a minute, but what have you got sort of your goals in the back of your head as you sort of lead into the rest of the season with three or four big events to come?
1: My first goal, you know, when I started to play squash again, was to b- come back and break into top 20. That's the first thing. And then from there, see how it goes, you know, like maybe top 10. That that would be like kind of a dream for me to go back top ten and retire afterwards. Uh, okay, it's a, it's it. People say it's tough, but uh, yeah, I mean, if I don't set goals in my head, uh, I just play. and What uh, I need motivation, and without uh, without goals, you have no motivation. So my motivation was step by step go back to top twenty, and then from there see see how it goes. You know. There's no, I don't put, uh, I don't add up stress. So I don't put, uh, I don't, I don't have stress. Uh, I mean, uh, my career is, uh, I did everything I wanted, achieved everything I wanted. For me now, it's just a challenge, you know, to see how far I can go with the handicap I have. Because, uh, I mean, I miss playing for two years and I just want to have fun, you know, have fun uh, with some goals as well. So for me, it's, I can't, I I have less pressure than in the past, of course. And uh, if I play someone, uh, the pressure is more for the guy than me. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I started. I was. I started one year ago, and I was ranked uh, 650 in the world. <laughs> I don't think I can have any pressure being ranked 600 in the world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's that's probably your lowest ranking since you were 12 years old, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> starting starting from scratch again at 37. <laughs>
3: <laughs> can, can you? Uh, that,
1: that was that was a mission, but uh, at least I did the, one of the toughest parts. You know, like come back close to. The first goal. No, <laughs> no, I can play. It's the, it's the it's the best part, you know. I I went out of the dark tunnel. <laughs> can
4: can you feel can you feel that a little bit when you're on court with guys that you know they know they know you, who you are obviously everything you've accomplished and they know the pressures now on them. Like, have, do you feel that difference from from when you had all the pressure on you? You know, a few years ago. Uh.
1: Well, it's tough to, to see. It. I guess they feel it. Uh, and, uh, and also between Black ball and the last Black ball, there was three months. And when I played my first round, uh, or uh, people expected that, okay, maybe Victor is going to win and this and that. But nobody saw me play for three months, you know? <laughs> and, I, and, I had, and I had a major improvement from December to now. When I was playing in December, I was okay for one game and then... Uh, I was okay for one game against a top ten guy, and then I was not 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 great, you know. But now I can last much longer, and I play. I can move much better, and I can play faster. And when I'm in this kind of conditions, then I've I've got more. I can do much more with the ball as well. When you can't move to certain corners as fast as you want, as you want, what's happening is first of all you you mainly late on the board, so you have less choice with. Uh, you know, with the ball and what, what you want to do. And I was struggling to change directions. My first step was off. So when you get to the ball and you want to do something, you have only one or two choices instead of having like maybe five. So that was my main problem, you know, and especially with top guys. So now I kind of get my first step. My first step is slowly coming back. Then I can I can start making some differences, you know.
4: Yeah, uh, I know exactly. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. I feel, <laughs> feel that every day. I was going to say, if there's, if
2: there's one you're, thing that the theaters yeah. are experts on, it's what happens when you get to the ball
4: late. <laughs> well, Slow yeah. to the corners, well, can't change directions. You're just describing my so you, all my opponents' uh, game plans. <laughs> you,
1: you, feel, you you feel like you have uh, one or two uh, choices or maybe only half? Half of a
2: choice. <laughs> <laughs> no choice. <laughs> no choice. <laughs> so where do you feel your game's at in terms of further improvement? Do you feel like you've still got a little bit more speed and endurance that can come back or do you think it's just a case of getting those matches in the body and feeling more comfortable yeah, both, at that pace?
1: Both. Both. Uh, I, I need to play more. I need, uh, okay, to keep improving my speed and, uh, I train every single day except of course on the weekends but I train uh, maybe four to six hours every day four to five hours every day and I, I keep fit I'm in good shape so uh, all I uh, I pay attention to all the details possible I see physio three times a week all I need is of course is, is to get my uh, my first step uh, change of direction and uh, all those kinds of elements and then when I'm when I' I'm, I'm okay with this, then this is where I'm more dangerous and I can be more accurate. And this is where I can close angles and, and take the ball early then. You know, it, it's, uh, so, yeah, this is all these things. And uh, like to take the information quick you know, with your eyes is, uh, is uh, also important. So I do a lot of work on this you know, to then be able to jump on the ball and hunt the ball. So I keep working on those things and uh, every day. A lot of quick feet exercise as well, you know, to uh, get the dynamic in my feet, and and uh, and I keep doing uh, a lot of drills, uh, uh, feeding with my my coach as well to keep my accuracy, working on my hands. So I actually do the same things as I was doing in the past, but uh, there's uh, there's uh, some training that I can't do. For example, I'm not doing ghosting anymore. Ghosting was my favorite in the past. I would do so much when I was a kid or when I was, okay, maybe up to five, five years ago. But since my surgery, I don't do ghosting anymore. I I can do a little ghosting, but only for speed. So this is like short time with lot of recovery. I don't do like endurance ghosting or like high intensity ghosting for let's say 30 minutes or 40 minutes or 50 minutes. There's none of this. Most of my sessions are on the bike. Because to save uh, to save my body, uh, I work more, mainly my cardio on the bike. So And then I, I do the gym to restrain the muscles. All the posture, posture exercise, you know, to be strong and be okay to, uh, I mean, uh, be stable when you hit the ball. So I keep doing all those things, you know, uh, to be balanced, you know, uh, when you play. And uh, yeah, all those things. So <laughs> there's just a couple of training that I switched into the bike. And not and less specific on the court, you
0: know. that. that, that. I remember actually, Greg. It's go, this is going back 20 years at the Belgian Junior Open, and I would have been under 16s. I think it was at the time. Maybe it was under 17s, maybe even under 15s. And I don't even think yeah. you were playing it there. You were there with the French team, but you had yeah. a your coach was like pounding you with ghost. Not pounding but you were doing the ghost, and you had these bands around your waist. And like, yeah, like yeah. stability, we were just looking, and everyone was saying, "Oh, this guy's—you know—he's like the top junior in Europe under 19s or whatever." I remember me and my friends, and if you sort of knew where we came from, what we saw, we were just like, "Holy shit, boss! We got a long way to go here." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's like, no, I, yeah, we we do a lot of work even now. You know, a lot of work with the elastic band. Uh, you, I use a lot of the elastic bands for uh, stability, also for. Uh, like uh, explosivity exercises. So we, we keep doing those things, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is one of the ty- type of work you, you can use to improve your explosivity and your first step, your, your speed. So you need to use those kind of tools. You know, there's so many tools you can use, but uh, uh, yeah, this is one of them.
4: <laughs> and you And you guys have been, you know, slowly building up, such a good little uh training base in Prague there. like it, my my brother was just texting me so yeah. I told him I told him I was on the phone with you and you know he he lo- <laughs> he loves you says hi but he he, lo- he loved being in Prague I know he wants to yeah. come back uh, yeah, yeah I know how how's that been like seeing you know were, when you first got to Prague was there anyone really training there or did you help a- uh,
1: yeah I came here in 2012 and I was training with uh, Jan Kukal so he was at that time top 40 in the world. So we would train every single day. But then I was on and off here. I was in France, here, you know, I would, I would go back to France quite a lot. Right now I'm staying here most of the time because a lot of players are coming here. As you know, your brother came. We have uh, an academy with a lot of guys. And uh, okay, okay, now there's the virus. So some guys had to go back to their country because uh, of the restrictions and maybe because of they could be in trouble not being in their country and because of maybe visa problem or whatever. But we still have some guys now, and some guys are going to come back by uh, mid-April, May. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Like, we have, like, between six to ten players every day to train with. Uh, we have, like, uh, coaches uh, every single day. We have the gym. We have a lot of material. Uh, and it, uh, we have physio as well uh, that we can use uh, almost every day. So it's pretty good. It's a pretty good setup that we we did. It's been four years now. We we started slowly to set that up, and actually, I, uh, I your brother came last year for one month in January, and that's the time I started to play squash again. So that was that was uh, that was good, you know. Yeah, it was supposed to come back, but then the COVID came in March. So
4: I know, I know. I think he'll be back. He loved it. He loved yeah, hanging
1: out with good, you. We, we had good time. We had good time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's when he's, I
1: start- he's, a, he's a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. That he is. That he is. Yeah. That's when I think I started following you on uh, social media because you kept posting funny videos of him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, I hope. Uh, how are you doing, by the way? I texted him, but it was like a month ago, so. Yeah, is all right. He's okay. He yeah? just,
4: I think he, the club just opened two weeks ago after a couple months of being closed. And then he just texted me saying they're closing again on Saturday. It's been oh, pretty rough. Oh, yeah, um, God. So he's got to get out of there. So I'll talk. We got to yeah. get him, we got to get him back training.
1: <laughs> yeah. Actually, here in Prague, everything is closed. But as a pro athletes, we are allowed to train. The protocol is we like the club is closed for uh, uh, members or amateurs whatever just the pros can train uh, we just have to do tests some tests uh, two times a week yeah uh, this is the rules for pro athletes uh, for any sport and this is the rules for like big companies as well people need to do two tests a week so that's what it is so actually we can train which is which is a luxe uh, some people can so yeah yeah kind of tough, yeah yeah, but say hi. Say hi to him. Uh, I will. Looking forward looking forward to see him again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I gotta make, I gotta come over for a little vacation too, next time he's back. Yeah. Never been.
1: Of course you should.
4: <laughs> Just looking at last year, Greg,
1: um,
2: I think you came back at the World Teams and you actually performed reasonably well. I think you beat James in one of your first matches back, but is it fair to say that your progress maybe was a little bit slower after that than what you were hoping for? And it's only maybe since the last black ball that you really saw real progress.
1: Uh, yeah, it was it, it was good for me to go back uh, to go back uh, in the world teams as the first tournament. Of course, uh, it, it was good in a way because I was in an environment with other players, my teammates, physios, the coach, uh, and uh, I, I was not only playing for myself too. I was I I knew going there. I was uh, okay. I didn't have a match. Uh, I was just I did a couple of practices uh, back home with the with the boys, and uh, I was only playing squash. It was like maybe less than a month and full court. Maybe I don't remember. Maybe two three weeks like full court. So yeah, I was I was happy that the 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 coach picked me. Uh, I knew approximately my level, you know, when I would play games with the boys. Uh, but then, like in a real match, it's different, you know, you can play better or worse, you know. And I, as I didn't play for a year, as I, to, uh, as I told you about the, your mental endurance, your focus, and all this, uh, it's different. It plays different uh, in a real match, and especially even more for a team. But I actually played well, I, I lost one match. Uh, but uh, I was happy with the way it went. Uh, uh, it's just that uh, I, I was kind of suffering with the leg there because I would play one hard match and the next day I was in pain, so I had to take a day off after the first match, for example, or the second after the first match, I had to take a day, or second match, I had to take a day off and this and that. I had to manage my body, it was uh, it was tough. I was like stiff. <laughs> I was I was like a piece of wood playing <laughs> into the match. I had to stretch like five hours before, like, like three. I had to stretch nonstop, you know, to give myself a chance to play. But I was so pumped up to play again, you know, when you know. I was like a kid, you know, when you don't play for a year, it's like you're in jail, and you're like, "Hey, hey I want to play." <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it was like a, like a relief. Even if I was in pain, it was like a relief, and so so much pleasure to play with my friends and. Uh, we actually had a good result. We wanted to have a better one, but we got a medal that we we actually didn't get. Like we didn't get. Like it was uh, two years. Two year, uh, It's every two years, so two years before. So yeah, it was a good start for me. A good start. Yeah. So, and then, yeah.
2: when the rest of the season unfolded and cancers are getting to uh, sorry, tournaments getting cancelled and things maybe aren't going the way. Did you ever consider maybe not continuing or saying, well, no,
1: no, no, no. I used that time. Actually, I used that time. For me, maybe it was even a benefit that uh, because I came back to the tour. Uh, I don't know if I can say if it's early or not early. It was like, then I played TOC. It was 15 months after my uh, first surgery. and uh, But for me, it was early because it was only one month I would play full court squash. Before that, I was just doing static. Like, you would see me the ball one meter away from me. So... Uh, Actually my hitting was the same It's just my movement i i, I was thrilling to move to the front right i was uh i was i, I would uh, be limping after the match so i used those those months all those months to rebuild myself to uh i have a gym at home and I was killing the gym every single day like uh one day I would go bike outside I was allowed to bike outside uh, here with the rules with uh during the pandemic and then I have a gym at home so i was like rebuilding myself getting uh, uh my quad my hamstring my calf i was doing like 2 hours of uh, work every two days like weight and, and in between every day i was doing long bike sessions outdoors and then i was doing some zoom uh, with the academy here we were training online so as a lot of people were were doing so with the boys I was doing online uh, course you know in the afternoon we would do like one hour of core or one hour of mobility we had yoga classes all together twice a week so for two months I was just <laughs> killing it you know <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't consider to stop I didn't do all this work to say bye-bye hey, uh, I, I, I did all this work first for for myself because uh, like you know when when I'm with my kid and I'm in the garden I was at the point I couldn't even run after my two years old kid I was like so sad so I wanted to uh, like live with no pain and walk normally get up the go up the stairs normally and no be no handicap that that was my f- priority and then my second priority was to to play squash again of course and if I was healthy I would be able to play squash so it it goes together so I did all this gym work all this Uh, mobility work to just give myself a chance to be kind of like to be normal you know again and then to play squash of course because squash is what I love the most and and uh, yeah I was sad not like I was going every day to the club looking at the guys playing (laughs) spending hours and I was seated there with my crutches and I was like oh my god how am I gonna move like this guy or am I gonna do this and i was uh, and then I just gave myself a chance, and I kept believing it was possible, even if some surgeon or some people told me, "Man, look, the first surgeon said, "Hey man, look uh, no chance you you won't even have an amateur level and then the second guy who helped me, my doctor, helped me, got me the right surgeon that he, he always believes we're gonna do, you're gonna make it, and all my physio in France uh, said hey, we're gonna we can't let you down like this." we're going to make it work and I and I worked through the pain uh, so many months and to the point so I can play okay I can play sometimes it's painful sometimes not but I can play so I'm, I'm a happy guy anyways.
0: <laughs> happy days within all that period of time did you what? ever think <laughs>
1: <I'd>... happy days <laughs> happy days <laughs> uh, not every day but, uh, <laughs> some, days, uh, well, some but, days some days <laughs> some
0: days yeah yeah no but I mean just within all that was there ever and You've already you've touched on the volume of work that you did long bike rides and and lots of you know two hour weight sessions and one hour core sessions. The one hour
2: core was the one that got me. Yeah, I, did, yeah. uh, <laughs> I did four minutes of core this morning. That was enough
0: for me. <laughs> Fry egg, egg and those
1: abs, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, I did this all my life, so this is uh, this is uh, not easy, but. Normal. It's like a, routine. It's a it's a routine for me so no big deal
0: but do, do, you must have had some days where like motivation was just a little tougher where not just like your' injury related but just the, the whole cocktail of you know coming back from injury the pain this slight uncertainty would you ever play pain free again and then couple that with uh, a pandemic there must have been days where you're like ah, this is this is going to be tough to get through this or was No, there?
1: Well, do, do, during the pandemic uh, no 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 I would train 7 days a week I swear for 2 months there's not one day I, I don't doubt end. it <laughs> but, but 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 for the during the time after my uh, after my first surgery and uh, for 6 months I couldn't see the like the exit I'm like oh my god and then I go back to hospital do another surgery and I'm like hey this time please give me a chance and and then after the second surgery for 4 months So I was, uh, that year, I was uh, two and a half months and two months on crutches. So four and a half months on crutches. And then when I started to walk again, it was painful. When I started to exercise again, it was painful. I was always limping, and I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do, you know? So I kept working. uh, And there's days, of course, you you feel like uh, you start something. Like, let's say I was with my coach and there's days I was doing like the stairs. Like slowly you go up the stairs, then sideways, and then I would be good. And then you're like, ah, oh, yes, you know, finally you see the light. Yeah, seriously. And then two days, two days later, you doing, you do, you do it again, and the pain comes back. So for me that was the worst because you you kind of feel better, and then suddenly you go downhill again, and then go back up and downhill. You know, it it wasn't like like this, you know. Yeah. So this is where you like. How am I going to play squash with a pain like this? This is like impossible. And then my first year of squash was like this. Uh, one day it was good. One day too painful. So I had to manage my training. And in tournament, it was like that too. You know, in tournament, sometimes I go in the I warm up. And I'm like, oh my God, you know. <laughs> and then I when when the match. Like at the pyramid, the tournament, it was horrible. Like uh, in my warm-up, I had so much pain. And then I played those guys on the normal court. And the mo- normal court is even worse because the floor sometimes is harder. And the glass court, and then uh, and then when the adrenaline kicks in, you know, and you have to play the match, you like you have no choice. You have to run to the ball, pain or no pain. But then the more the more I uh, I had to stay active because the more you stay active, the more your your knee is moving. If actually I do nothing, it can be worse. You understand? Yeah. Of course, squash is a tough sport. There's a lot of impact, so it's not like I just went uh, forward, you know. <laughs> so. That it is what it is. But now I, for now, after almost two years, you know, I, I can see a, a, a big difference. It takes time, but you gotta be patient. And I learned how to be patient. <laughs> 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 patient was not my uh, patient was was not my as uh, you say virtue. <laughs> yeah, not at all. You know, I like to uh, that things come quick, and you know you. But uh, that, those things helps you uh, you know it helped me you know to be patient and it also helped helped me uh, like uh, to bounce back, you know, like uh, you know, in your life you have this this happening, this happening, and uh, you uh, it, it helps you you know coming back from such a bad uh, surgery, such a bad uh, I mean I was like in hell coming back, so anything. Uh, I think anything that comes in my life now, maybe I will deal uh, deal differently, and it will be this experience will be helpful probably. So that's the way I see it. A
0: bit of personal growth through your uh, dark times.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. what, what do you have coming up? Are you planning to play all the events like Manchester and Alguna and yeah. British?
1: Yeah, I'll play. I'm supposed to play Manchester. Uh, Elguna Manchester. I entered. I'll see how it is, and uh, I should play at the moment. Uh, let's see. But Elguna, 100% British, World Open, uh, all the big ones. I play. I want to come back up in the rankings, so I play everything. Now. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> Any more 10K events in Prague, or are you done with them now?
1: No, no, no. There, there is a 10K uh, next week. That my club is not next week. The week after. That my uh, my club is organizing, but I'm not playing. Uh, we uh, the PSC made the rule that you can only play. They only take your best four. So I played four and I won four. But actually, those tournaments. Yeah, you gotta give to, <laughs>
4: you gotta give someone else a chance now.
1: No, I don't want to screw the guys <laughs> up. Uh, come on, I, I, I these things from 6:15 in the world. I need to play something you know, <laughs> to come True. back up, you know. I don't want to sit at home and watch the guys play now. I want to play, you know. So <laughs> yeah. And uh, so no, no, the guys are playing. I'm not. I don't want to go back to 10K or whatever, you know. I want to play only the big ones and uh, and have fun, you know. <laughs> the 10Ks when I had to play those 10Ks, it was uh, actually the first 10K was not easy. Kondra was playing, and uh, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh top 30 guy in the 10k that's not uh, usual so but i had to do the job and win and uh yeah it was good for me to play those 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 matches anyway i had to get some matches anyway in the legs and get some points to go somewhere you know yeah, <laughs> somewhere some up <laughs> that was I was just before manchester as well right
2: and and then you and diego had to get pulled out of the draw
1: yeah, uh, what happened is I played the, I played the tournament in uh, Prague. And after that, uh, after the tournament, uh, we hanged out with uh, some friends. And one of my friends had to go to Germany the next day. And uh, we did the test uh, together for the flight. We had to fly to, uh, at, I remember, at 4 o'clock on the Monday. And Monday morning, he calls me, he's like, hey, Greg, I got tested positive. And he had no symptoms, my friend. So we hanged out uh, with him and Diego as well. And we we're like, oh, my God. And normally when you're in contact with someone, you, you to, you're supposed to self-isolate, uh, you know, for five days, five, six days, and then do a test. So I call the PSM. I say, hey, hey look, uh, my friend is positive, what we're supposed to do. I was negative in my test, but it can show, I can get uh, positive in a couple of days. Uh, and the thing is, I don't want to be in another, in another, in another country and be stuck, uh, like the rules in England was to stay 14 days if you're positive in the hotel room. So, and then Anna from the PSA said, Look, don't take the risk. I pull you out, uh, you and Diego. And then with Diego, we had to self isolate for uh, for those times and then uh, those days. And then we did one test. And then to be sure, we did another test like a couple of days later just to be sure. And then we started training again, so we had to miss the first the first big tournament of the season, which was a shame.
4: Yeah, yeah it's, it was just that kind of stuff, just, it's going to happen, right? But it's just, like, super unlucky, but...
1: It happened to a couple of players, you know, like, yeah. uh, let's say, I, I think Mustafa Asal had a case contact uh, with his family or something, he, he had to miss Qatar. And then some guys got positive. I know some, some players got tested positive, then they couldn't play. So, But the worst thing is to be in contact with someone and you're like, oh my God, I have, for one week now, I stay in my room and I wait. <laughs> and then you do a test and if you're, if you're positive, you have to stay again isolated for another 10 days. So all your training is gone after. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Bring on the vaccine. That's all, all we need.
1: Uh, yeah, we need the vaccine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it takes time. It takes time. Depends on the countries. I don't know about you guys.
4: Oh, well, these guys yeah. both had it, right? I got dose this... two tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. Now for us, for us here, it's uh, the vaccinated the population over, I think, sixty or something. So I'm not sixty yet. So. Well, you're old. <laughs> They're old, but you're not that old. <laughs> I, I, I mean, the next uh, next phase is, is my turn.
4: <laughs> you could be one of the first give first it, PSA one players. Here, one here,
1: yeah. one here, and one here. He <laughs> made the two shots in one go. <laughs> yeah, I can
4: handle it, Doc. I've, I've been through hell. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, So
0: yeah. Greg man, you're a legend. Like, thanks for so much for your time and for coming on and for speaking to us. And uh, yeah
1: pleasure pleasure and uh, thanks for having me guys and uh, i hope uh, everything is going on the right track for you guys wherever you are i don't know where you actually are now but, uh, we're,
2: we're all in the u.s
1: all in the u.s okay yeah, yeah. and anyway, uh, you guys can coach and uh, is it all right or
4: yeah yeah but it's been been pretty steady since august for for i think um, most most cities yeah. Okay. I've been back
2: coaching since start of February um, just with a university team with Gilly Lane and Jack Wine at
1: so, okay 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 um, we've
2: yeah
0: been... the
1: kids must, kids must be happy to play again huh? oh, yeah. yeah yeah. all right cool <laughs>
0: <laughs> great great to talk and uh, great to catch up and you seem like you're in great spirits so happy days keep fighting a good fight and oh. very best of luck uh, you know for the next Next few, for the next five, six years
2: on tour, at least.
1: Yeah, Yeah, five years, five years. (laughs) man, let's go.
2: Hopefully you get to play Manchester this time. You don't, stay away from those crazy partiers that are in your circle.
1: (laughs) No, no, uh, I, it's, um, right now it's home and training, home training. (laughs) You can't even party, everything is closed.
2: <laughs> I'm because sure you, you would bring. find a way if you wanted
1: to <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I stay away from travel now, uh, no travel now. <laughs> I don't want to bring COVID home you know I've got the family so. yeah. <laughs> yeah awesome alright all guys thanks for having thanks, me thanks Greg and, uh, all the best with the coaching and everything and stay safe yeah.
4: you too Good luck. cheers man
0: that's a great call to you If you like what you hear, check us out on social, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. No no doubt the general will be doing some damage over the coming months. I miss squash.